A reading from the first letter of St. John. Beloved, who indeed is the victor over the world, but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? This is the one who came through water and blood, Jesus Christ, not by water alone, but by water and blood. The Spirit is the one who testifies, and the Spirit is truth. So there are three that testify, the Spirit, the water, and the blood, and the three are of one accord. If we accept human testimony, the testimony of God is surely greater. Now the testimony of God is this, that he has, he has testified on behalf of his Son. Whoever believes in the Son of God has this testimony within himself. Whoever does not believe God has made him a liar by not believing the testimony God has given about his Son. And this is the testimony. God gave us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. Whoever possesses the Son has life. Whoever does not possess the Son of God does not have life. I write these things to you so that you may know that you have eternal life, you who believe in the name of the Son of God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Praise the Lord, Jerusalem. Glorify the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise your God, O Zion. For he has strengthened the bars of your gates. He has blessed your children within you. Praise the Lord, Jerusalem. He has granted peace in your borders. With the best of wheat, he fills you. He sends forth his command to the earth, swiftly runs his word. Praise the Lord, Jerusalem. He has proclaimed his word to Jacob, his statues, and his ordinances to Israel. He has not done thus for any other nation. His ordinances he has not made known to them. Alleluia. Praise the Lord, Jerusalem. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. This is what John the Baptist proclaimed. One mightier than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop and loosen the thongs of his sandals. I've baptized you with water. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. It happened in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized in the Jordan by John. On coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens being torn open and the spirit like a dove descending upon him. And a voice came from the heavens, you are my beloved son, with you I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So we're approaching here the Feast of the Epiphany, uh, which we celebrate uh, tomorrow. And the, the Epiphany, as the name you know implies, is, is a revelation, is being able to see, see something that you couldn't see before. Uh, so we see in these last few days uh, our readings about unveiling, and especially in John the Baptist. So John the Baptist, the greatest prophet, uh, the, the greatest man prior to the kingdom of God, is able to see things that, that others aren't able to see. Uh, so when he baptizes Jesus, he's the one that sees the Spirit come down and descend upon this man. No one else is able to see that. And then he's able to see Jesus walking and call him the Lamb of God. And then he points out again, so his second day, this is back in John's Gospel, Hey, behold the Lamb of God. He says that a second time. And now the, the early apostles, Andrew and John specifically, are able to, to see what John sees. And then that's why they get up and follow Jesus. But all the other disciples on the Jordan River of John the Baptist, all the Pharisees, they're not able to see this thing. And so, again, we get this uh, here in Mark's account of, of the baptism. John says, uh, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens 
were torn open and the spirit descended like a dove upon him. Now, sight, this is, I think, a prayer that we can have today, this season, and gosh, every day of our lives. You know, Lord, help me to see. Help me to see more. Because we do see Jesus, we believe in, in our Lord, but there's always more to it. Remember St. John in, in his reading, uh, his, his uh, first letter says, when the time comes, basically when we get to heaven, we'll see him and we'll become like him. Uh, we'll see him face to face and become like him. We see, like, we'll hold up the Eucharist and we say, behold the Lamb of God, just like John said, John the Baptist. Um, and we look at the Eucharist and we do believe. We believe that that's Jesus Christ. And yet there's more for us to believe. Okay, I'm sure if you look, if you were to like go over your, your life as a Catholic, I mean, you've probably always believed more or less that, you know, the Eucharist is, is God. Um, but think of how, you, how that's grown in you. Okay, maybe it was just going to Mass and now then maybe it's going to adoration. And what is it that you see in the Eucharist? Like what specific elements of God do you see? Well, there's, again, there's always more. But even in this lifetime, it's always going to be veiled. Christ's faith is, is always going to be veiled in a way. It's veiled in the, the species of bread and wine. But that someday that veil is going to be removed and we'll actually see God as he is. But it's a desire that, that we should have in our hearts. Lord, I want to, I want to get that veil removed. I want, to, I want to see more and more of you. Now, the reason why God just doesn't unveil it all at once is because we, only, we can only handle so much in, in our mortal bodies. And so he unveils little by little, day in and day out, year in and year out, as long as we keep seeking and keep desiring. So as we, you know, again, approach the epiphany, it's good to have that desire placed on our hearts. Lord, that I want to see you. Give me, unveil more of yourself to me. What's, what's behind your divinity? Uh, who you are? And, and who I am, and the, the plans you have in store for me, the plans you have in store for the world. Amen.